Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. Super happy to have you guys here with me. And if you've been listening and liking the podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Would be greatly appreciated. Just a good way to show some love for the podcast. And yeah, I'm just really excited to have you guys here. Excited to be doing the podcast. And I honestly tried to record this yesterday. Um, and everything has been very interesting <laughs> as it has been for this in between strange time that I've been home. Um, as far as business updates, all the links are still in my show notes if you want to book a reading or interested in coaching, you can book that there. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to really say too much about that. Check that out on the website, send me a DM on Instagram, or send me an email and we can talk more about that. Um, today, I really want to just speak from speak from the heart. One of my favorite podcasts is the Yoga Girl podcast and I'm not sure if it's still in the name or it used to be, but it was called kind of Conversations with From the Heart with Rachel Brathen, who is Yoga Girl, and her speaking her authentic truth of what her was on her heart pretty much in every episode really um, always ignited something in me and healed something in me, and I could relate to it so much. So I feel like today I am speaking really from the heart and you know, all of this is related, but as far as life updates go, um, I just went to Richmond last weekend and had a really amazing time. Like, it's hard to even really put it into words, but my energy there, I felt so free and like my true self. You know, I felt I felt like my true self. I felt like it was just a completely different experience than the experience that I'm having on the Outer Banks. Um, And it was good to have that contrast and to feel that and to um, to know that difference and to remember my power and my strength outside of this place with all this crazy stuff going on. (laughs) Um, So that was really good. And saying it on the podcast here before it's formally announced anywhere else, but I am moving. I'm moving there and hopefully from there I'll go to New York and then maybe Europe. Who knows where my life will go and I feel like there are pending decisions and choices (laughs) in relationship to that on my heart right now. Um, And yeah, I mean, this all really relates to the in-between time and the whole phase of wherever you go, there you are is BS because where you are dictates how you feel so much, so much, so much. (laughs) Um, So please don't let anyone tell you that um, when you're in in an environment that allows you to thrive, where you feel seen and accepted and free and loved, you will feel a lot different, I promise. But as far as today's episode, 
I'm talking about codependency because honestly, I've never talked about this on the podcast. I haven't really dove into it that much until really a month ago because I had a lot of misconceptions about codependency and a lot of misconceptions about toxic or manipulative or abusive relationships, honestly, because I'm realizing about myself that I avoided relationships really until last year that had any level of intimacy and, you know, to keep myself safe because once I have dove into them, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of wounds here. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear of abandonment. There's a lot of uh, letting go of my boundaries. There's a lot of dulling myself. Like, there's just a lot that is happening here. This is wild. Um, So, yeah, I haven't really looked into those things. And I want to make a point of saying this in this episode that, you know, not in the the topic of this episode, but when I started talking about manipulation and gaslighting and narcissism, I think the way it is described to people, like through psychologists or through social media and coaches, is like in these really extreme examples. And I think in real life, things can be a lot more subtle, a lot more covert, a lot more little bread crumbs that (laughs) bread crumbs. I'm dead. Breadcrumbs that add up over time. And those breadcrumbs add up to be the story of this person is manipulating me or this person is saying they want the best for me, but then they're in undermining my confidence at every turn. This is not right. Um, so I think these things are a lot more subtle. And I found that and learned that to be true by my own experience of being in a relationship that wasn't healthy, that honestly felt really healthy. And so I took a step back and I was like, oh, there were these signs that this wasn't healthy, but it wasn't this blaring in your face thing um, that it was unhealthy for that long of a time. And like, you know, I can give myself some credit and I'm grateful for As soon as I started to connect the dots, I went no contact with this person, Um, (laughs) except when I see him in the ways that I have to because I am a caffeine addict, but that's a different story. But (laughs) I've gone no contact with this person once I realized the character of that relationship. And I think as well with codependency, it's a lot more subtle and personally, I just really did not understand the definition of it. So I want to talk about this here, about the fact that there are two people in the codependent dynamic, and there's one person that is, you know, quote, needy, and then there's one person that has a need to be needed. And I didn't understand the need to be needed piece of codependency. So if you have a need to be needed, if you have a need to save people, if you have a need to heal people, If you need to be the fixer for everybody, um, this episode's for you. This episode is for you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I started to put some of the dots, the breadcrumbs, (laughs) the pieces together on codependency within myself of 
you know, I'm getting to know this new person and like I'm struggling again to uphold and set these boundaries because I feel like they're going to leave. Like I'm really losing myself in this thing and I feel like I like bring myself back up for air and I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) What has happened the past three days? Um, You know, and I I just want to say in this episode and give myself credit that I think honestly, before I started dating and observing and trying to learn these things, I was kind of strict or harsh or not as empathetic or understanding of how hard it is to let go of dynamics that you can clearly see that are not healthy because you get used to the physical touch of this person, you get used to the sex with this person, and there's this intense, not just with those things, but bonding with them in general, there's this intense, intense biological process that is happening in our brain and in our body and our hormonal system where we're, you know, oxytocin and dopamine and, you know, where it's literally a drug. And, you know, the best thing we can do is to try and go slow when we're getting to know someone so that we don't become so attached from this drug that we can't see the signs of, oh, maybe this isn't exactly right. (laughs) But you get so attached that it's hard to and I don't know I was just thinking about this today that we you know we get so attached and that's natural but you know things can happen at any point in a relationship that you kind of have to be conscious of that can be deal breaker moments you know like the more you get to know someone the more you get to know the good and the bad and every person has flaws and every person you know, makes mistakes and every person has all these things. But the more you get to know someone, you're going to be able to see where they're going to be less good at hiding the fact that they are potentially manipulative, they are reactive, they are insecure, and they project that onto you. Um, They project anything onto you. Like that's going to be a lot harder to hide the deeper and deeper you get inside of a relationship and you're also going to be more attached and I think it's really hard to trust yourself and to hear that voice if something doesn't feel right and you're already starting to get attached so I just wanted to say that going back (laughs) going back to codependency um how I started looking at that now so yeah with codependency I didn't realize that it was a need, that I was having a need to be needed. And that also showed up in my past relationship and has in a lot of my life where I think I've either gone for really avoidant, emotionally unavailable people that don't want a relationship, um, people I want to save or fix, or in a situation now other people that struggle with codependency um but yeah I think in my my past relationship I wanted to feel needed I learned or felt that that was what love was and that was a big realization that I heard that I had that helped me understand codependency more is that 
growing up, I feel like I learned that love was more a a conditional transaction for taking care of or providing something. And in turn, love was given. So I learned that I needed to provide things to others to be loved. And I think when you start exploring codependency in the ways that you feel like you need to be needed by another person, you'll see that it's not just in romantic relationships, that it is all over your life. (laughs) And I really, really started to look at this. I started to see these dynamics in my friendships and try to start, you know, maybe not being such a healer or saver for other people. Um, You know, of course, I love supporting people. Like, you know, you guys know that from this, but I've tried to like, my, a big, big word that has been coming to me lately is equal, equal friendships, equal partnerships. Both sides are equal. I don't need to put in a thousand times more effort for the relationship to feel equal for someone else. Um, And like my friendships I have now are just like really amazing and loving. And I feel like I've let go of more um, manipulative dynamics that I used to have in my life and friendships. But I think I've been observing more, more are some of these dynamics that I'm holding right now, me trying to be this like healer for other person and like literally not at the fault of the other the other people like me interacting with the world and that dynamic and you know interacting with my business and that dynamic and I think it's like a fine line between like being a helpful and caring person and then also observing am I trying to save everyone else because that is where it gets really tricky that is where you get into relationships where you're giving someone the book, you're sending them podcasts, and like all of these things are good. All of these things, you want to grow together in relationships, but when you become the teacher or the parent to your partner, that is probably a sign that you are codependent. And I think this can take many different forms depending on I guess this episode is mainly speaking to people in codependent dynamics that identify as the one that has a need to be needed. But I think as far as women in this dynamic, a big place we can get into is the healer or a need to be needed by healing them or being their emotional support or being the person that allows them to put their emotions on us or the person that teaches them to emotionally regulate. And I think in as far as for men, you know, these are generalizations and this is like, of course, there's v- many different types of relationship dynamics. Um, but for men in a very like stereotypical way, this can be you know, codependent dynamics with, with money, with having some sort of need or power in the relationship where you have like a financial thing where the other person needs you financially um which again is also not equal (laughs) that is not equal um 
Yeah, and I think I just never realized this before and something that has come up for me as well is if you're trying to heal this kind of codependency wound, that when you get into a relationship with someone that is stable and secure and doesn't need you but chooses you, which is true, intimacy and love is to be chosen but not be needed, it actually causes a lot of anxiety because it doesn't feel secure because you've learned security is dependency. And that's where all of this gets really, really tricky and really interesting and wow, I just, I feel like I'm learning so much in terms of relationships and honestly feeling like I probably need a little bit of a break because it's been very, very intense um, understanding of my family wounds and relationship patterns that I do and the way I relate to men and problems with trust and uh, getting attached and having a hard time seeing red flags, like so many things and letting go of my boundaries and also codependency. You, you lose your sense of self in the relationship because your sense of self is either being needy and finding a sense of self in the other person or also finding a sense of self in the other person by being the caretaker or the needed one for that other person. Um, And I think I've been learning about that, but I've also been learning more about this in an interesting relationship, (laughs) not relationship that I've been exploring the past two months and learning in where we both in our past had been codependent in the way of being the one that needed to be needed which was really cool to observe and examine in that moment and talk about but I guess in my head to an extent I was like oh well we're both the ones that needed to be needed in these relationships so we're not going to repeat that because we both have a need to be needed but no one wants to be needy but I like I think in a way maybe Honestly, some therapist or psychologist should email me about if this is an actual thing because I'm having light bulb moments as I record this for you guys. But is it a thing if two people that need to be needed in a codependent way get into a relationship that there's actually kind of a power struggle because both of you are, quote, the power one that is wanting to be needed by the other person, but it's clearly being shown that the other person wants you to need them but isn't needing you um who knows if that's what happened but anyway i've been exploring this in my past really my current not relationship relationship that i've been exploring um which i'm sure we'll talk about more because it's been a very interesting learning experience um but i've noticed myself get caught up in the hormones and the lust and the intensity and totally felt like I've had a lack of boundaries at certain points and just really got caught up in another person and lost myself again. And I honestly, like, I hope from this episode that you guys can get 
from this that like it is an ever evolving process of staying grounded trying to not like trying to go slow trying to not lose yourself trying to maintain your independent self setting boundaries if the other person does not like you setting boundaries that is that's that's a no that is a sign that they are probably codependent or something else um and maintaining your sense of self in these things and i think it can be really hard because love is a drug and it is intoxicating and it is intense the desire to be with someone when you have bonded with them even if you're realizing that maybe it's not the right fit so yeah i hope from this episode you just are inspired to kind of reflect today on your relationship if you're in one your situationship if you're in one your friends with benefits how you're dating in the world or if you're just single to reflect on your past experiences and think about have i had a need to be needed have i been needy do i lose my boundaries in relationships when i become attached to someone how can i be better at preserving my sense of self and relationships and practicing that because it can be really easy because I've been this person to be talking on a podcast or advice to friends of just like keep your boundaries like fuck them if they blah 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 but when you're bonded to someone and you love them it's it's not that easy so I hope you feel inspired by this I hope you look into more codependency and I definitely plan to have more episodes about this. I'm just starting to dive into it and I hope to have one kind of with a therapist or a family kind of therapist um, to kind of talk more about that. Because honestly, I feel like I avoided most of the relationships I'd seen in most of my life because all of them around me seem toxic and codependent. And I think in our society, we are modeled codependent relationships as the norm um so it's a lot of unlearning and teaching ourselves what um healthy independent (laughs) connected relationships feel like so thank you guys um as always the podcast means a ton to me leave me a five-star review all the things and excited to be in your ear next week and excited to have you guys along the way, not just for my personal freedom growth journey I have been on, but also the journey I've been on with learning um, about family healing and learning about healthy relationships because you guys are definitely along the ride uh, with me for this. Um, and it is a roller coaster with a lot of drops, lots of big drops. <laughs> Um, I love you guys and I hope you have a great rest of your week.